It's the Daily Talk Show episode 307. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. That's normally uh, what you say. Yeah, hump day. I dropped it. What'd Let you, you take it over. What did you think of the coffee today? Coffee was good. Was it another blend or that same one that mm. I said was stronger? Yeah, it was the same that same blend. Yeah, you know, I like a um, I like a bloody fireball in the morning. Mm. I like it just tasting strong and dirty. Thirty grams <laughs> of coffee. Yeah, what's required? Amazing. It definitely just gets me buzzing though. Mm. I just my Anxiety? heart starts going. Yeah, it's almost on the edge. Just start worrying. <laughs> yeah, you've got me self conscious about me drinking my water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's annoying. But you can. Say, I didn't say stop it. I just mm. said you haven't really brought it. You you waited until <laughs> Ryan John. Came in before you said anything. Have well, you it actually worked out perfectly because I put that into the Asana, our show preparation platform, and I was like, this would be funny. I could bring this up. And it actually w- was the perfect platform when Ryan said, what annoys you about mm. each other? Yeah. And uh, it gave it's better me that than some other things. Definitely. I think it's sometimes, I mean, we're in this space of like searching for the little pieces of mm. nuggets of content yeah. that could potentially insult someone. It feels like you you maybe were going lighter. Did you notice that with the Ryan John stuff, I was going super (laughs) deep and you were going real a bit light? Were you getting slightly nervous that I was? Yeah, but you're a big baby. I can't I can't go hard on you. I have to go water to go hard. Yeah, I know you ask many things, but it doesn't mean you actually can take the the many. Well, I wonder if it's just because of like you if you put it out there. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a split se- split second decision mm-hmm. to decide, and it was actually one that I was thinking about the water bottle. Okay, yeah, it's um, it's a funny one, but you know, today's another day, mate. And um, don't drink your bottle, <laughs> uh, Mister Ninety Seven's on full time now as our producer. Oh, it's it's bloody brilliant. Mm. He's um he's got a he's got a bloody what do you call it? A little jive to his step or like a little hop in his step? Is that what you say? Spring in the step. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, that's why yeah. he's here. Yeah, no, thank you. But um, <laughs> where he's he's doing a bit of a Marie Kondo on all of our shit, sorting out some of the uh, uh, hoarding that we've been doing. Yeah. Specifically on email. Yes. We, we gave him access to our high at the Daily Talk Show email address. Yeah, well, things are changing. We, As we said on Monday, we're dedicating the whole day Mm. to the daily talk show, responding, you know, writing, planning, all these things. So it can slip by the wayside when an email does come through. But to be fair, we do mention most or nearly every single email we Mm. get on the show. Yeah, we do it on the show, but we're not good at then closing the loop and emailing them back. And so that was a criticism that you had of us, 97. Yeah. So have you gone through how many emails have you sent so far? Uh, I've got about six or seven drafts that I've okay. just got to hit send on. Okay. He's, He's signing it off as Mr. 97 and the boys. Yeah, love that. I think yeah. that's good. What, and then producer? Is he putting that in oh, there? I haven't done a yeah, signature. Pro- I've just done Mr. You could put a little the producer underneath. There was one that I didn't want you to respond to. Okay. And that was an email from our mate 3D Dill. Mm. How many emails in total is 3D Dill um, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, You see these nine, conversation ten. changes yeah, ch- change yeah. with the emails. Less <laughs> conversations and more him following up. Yeah, I would say he sent 10 emails. We've mm-hmm. responded back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fair to say we have spoken about it quite a bit on the show. We're fairly excited. His first email to us was on January 30. 
of this year, 2019. And he uh, basically was just saying, hi, my name's Dylan from Toronto, Canada, loving the podcast, just finishing listening to episode 264, Camels Are Misunderstood, which he agreed with. Yeah, I remember reading that out. Yeah, yeah. and so this is where the the love story started on that Mm. day because he informed us that he was a 3D modelling designer. He uses a program called SolidWorks and he offered to develop the 3D file, would you call it? Yeah, for the squeegee. For the squeegee keyring cult, which when then we could go on and have 3D printed. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. That was January. Uh, on the 28th of January, he sa- oh, sorry, of February, so a month later, he sent an email saying, just checking in again, I've got some good news that I wanted to share with you guys uh, to help uh, your conquest to fulfill the promise made in the daily talk show of the squeegee Someone's cult. making sure we're keeping promises. He bought a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> and Huge investment. Next minute he's bought tickets to fly out to Melbourne. It escalated quite quickly. <laughs> and so uh, we thought we'd give him a bit of a call on FaceTime. Yeah. And uh, this is to discuss um, his his progress, just all things. Basically, we're calling him to cover off on all the emails he sent. Well, it. this is the first time that we've ever we'll ever have um, three day oh, deal. Here he is. Hello, hello. What's going on, mate? Not much. How are you? Oh, we're really good. How good is this? The future is now. We can hear you loud and clear. I know, right? Uh, Josh, are you recording the yeah, screen? Yeah, I'm recording yeah, the just screen. Checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't see me. Can you sw- flip your screen so it goes? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Sorry. There, there, we, go. Go. there we go. That's Here better. I am. I'm creeping in. There we deal. go. There's Tommy's face. Uh, how are you, dude? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Yeah, we're really good. So we've just been. You guys, you guys look a lot different from the downward angle. Oh, really? Yeah. Less it, flattering. I'm used to see. I'm used to seeing <laughs> you guys face on. It's different seeing you from like a low three quarter view. Yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, yeah, an exclusive for you. What do you think of our other angle? <laughs> I mean, I can see the ceiling in this one, so I yeah, think yeah. the other angle is a little better. It, it takes a bit the shit. it takes the glamour away <laughs> from the the yeah. forward facing yeah. shot that we we do put out there. Yeah. But what's going on, mate? It's, what what um what time is it where you are? It's right now. It's seven thirteen. Okay, okay, PM. 7.15 now. Yeah, great. And temperature-wise, just getting a gauge on the weather? Tem- it's, it was actually really nice today. We had a lot of sun. Mm-hmm. It was like three degrees, four <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Is it, is it um, snowing at the moment? Is it? Sn- no, it was snowing yesterday. We're supposed mm-hmm. to get more snow later in the week, though. Yeah. Snow and rain. Okay, great. And Amazing. so uh, we've just been reading out some of your emails, specifically the, f- the first one that you sent. In January, when was it? January eighteen. January thirty, I think it was. And then fast forward four weeks, you bought a three D printer, and yeah, pretty much, it's all bloody happening. Yeah. So what's what is the what's the three D printer that you bought? Give us a bit of a a run through, geek wise, geek out on it. So geek wise, it's nice. It prints PLA, Mm -hmm. which is your more environmentally, your safer type of plastic that you can print. Um, Mine prints up to 0.1 of a millimeter, which Mm -hmm. is relatively high quality in terms of what you can get as a budget printer. Mm -hmm. Overall, it's pretty quiet. I have it right next to my bed and I can fall asleep and not have to worry about it. So I can just queue something up to print and I can fall asleep and I wake up and it's done. So you're actually sleeping in the manufacturing plant of the squeegees. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I, yeah, I live in like a nine foot by nine foot box. Yeah. Half of it's taken up by a bed. The other half is taken up by a desk and then any loose space is taken up by the printer. Are you, are you able to turn? Have you got a laptop going? Can you show us the printer? Yeah. So I've got it just over here. So I'm going to take you guys. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, so there's, that's the printer right there. Oh, look at the protein. Did you print that protein container as well? No, but I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps me hydrated. And so how many, ty- how many different prototypes did you need to do before you nailed the squeegee where it's at at the moment? Um, I had to do a few. Some of the prints worked out quite well. Some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. Tried to do a lot of work, especially around the handle area, because it has to has to work well, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Has to hold your keys. Yeah. So the first one had a very small, it was a very small hole and a relatively mm-hmm. large lip, yeah. and you couldn't actually get a ring through it, so okay. it kind of sucked. Yeah. The other one started to print but didn't turn out very well, but that's kind of a look of what you get on the inside. Oh wow! Yeah. Of the actual print. And so, ha- just so that way, it's so material-wise, solid piece of plastic. Material-wise, how much is it costing every time that you dis- are doing a prototype? Each prototype costs about five bucks. Okay, amazing. Mate, you're printing, you're printing money there, crazy. And so, how many? How, how many? Um, so, how many different prototypes have you done in total, or how many versions? Right, uh, I printed three today. Yeah, three final ones today. Uh-huh. So you've got. This is the last one that just came off the printer about half an hour ago. Amazing. So that's um, like a in, final version before it gets treated? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So okay. there, there's there's some support material on the bottom that gets ripped away, basically. Yeah. And you're just left with the final form. Uh-huh. But pretty much about nine, nine or ten different physical forms mm-hmm. before getting into what it was going to look like in the end. Yeah. yeah interesting. And so what other stuff have you been 3D printing? Uh, I 3D printed a Tron bike. A Tron like a small bike? little oh, scale model yeah, of a Tron, Tron bike. That's the movie. The It's like a futuristic yeah, Josh, Josh doesn't watch movies, so nah. he wouldn't know. Nah. <laughs> so no Tron idea. is the um, is Tron the big... Are they Marvel? It's pretty old school. That, that um, Yeah. And then they remade it. It's got like a big yeah. front tire. Mm-hmm. I think you'd see it. It looks real futuristic. Yeah. I hope bikes don't Yeah, you'd, bikes you'd don't recognize it to see it. Okay. Yeah. But we, we uh, I printed one of those, just some little odds and ends printed a little uh, amount for a roof rack on mm-hmm. my friend's car. Oh, that's cool. Because he bought a used car and it didn't come with a certain amount, so we just we made it up in the in the CAD program and that's plugged sick. it into print. Um, Three hours later, it was done. 3D deal. We, I mean, I, yeah. I think it was Josh that gave you that nickname. Have you now had to pivot yep. everything that you do moving forward in the future, having to do it's, 3D design? <laughs> I've I've really started to think about it. I've started to think about changing my social media yes. names over to 3D Dill. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> it's I good. It's, I love it. I think it's got cut through. Got Peter cut through. Shepherd, who we've had on the show a couple of times, uh, I was walking with him this morning. He said, "Yeah, 3D Dill got cut through." Yeah. So that's that's positive. Yeah. Um, Dill, you've told us a bit about what you've been doing. Full name. 3D Dill. Sorry, mate. Um, you've told <laughs> us what you've been doing at uni and stuff like that. What are you, where are you wanting to get into? What, what's your, um, what's your passion? Cause you mentioned making a documentary video stuff. What's your vibes? I, I started out doing a lot of fine art in high school. Mm-hmm. So a lot of traditional painting and whatnot. And then when I got into school, it started to get more of a graffiti aspect. And then that turned into the sketching that we do in class. And I work as a tutor. So I'm able to further refine what I do based off teaching it. Mm-hmm. Um, most of it right now is basically pen digital concept sketching. And that's something that I really like to get into in the future. But then there's also the whole creation aspect of videos, photography, graphic design. Um, I don't really want to restrict myself mm-hmm. in yeah. one specific thing. I'd say if I can do more of what I love doing and less of what I don't love doing. Mm. What's your thought on I think that's 
passion project because essentially this is a passion project that, Absolutely. that you're doing. I, how, how much time are you spending on doing stuff that has no real sensical va- monetary value to huge it? huge sensical. Not money. No, yep. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Value. 3D deal, this is the best decision you've ever made. <laughs> not monetary value. Yeah. Financially, it's it, fucked for you. <laughs> but outside of that, yeah, it's great. Right. <laughs> what's your, what's your thoughts on what you're doing, where you want to get to and doing all that free work? I, I definitely want, if, if it can be free work for now, mm. and that's cool, but mm. if I can turn it into something that yeah. becomes something totally beyond what I ever mm. expected, then mm. that's totally cool. Yeah. I definitely think that having a passion project and working on something, because like I'm in, I'm in school full time, so that takes up a lot of time, but you, everyone needs time to just de-stress and kind of have their own space, do their own thing, mm. like sort of break out creatively. Yeah. So... I, th- I think it's crucial. And like when I, when I was in my second year, it was just school all the time. And by the end of the eight months, I was totally blown out. Like mm. I was completely done. And I just took the four months over the summer and just did whatever I wanted to do. Just did random, random artwork, random paintings, graphics, just stuff that was never related to school, stuff that no one was ever going to see. Mm-hmm just to sort of refresh the, the creative filter. Yeah. Have you uh, ever bought anything on um, Alibaba? No, I've looked a lot yeah. on Alibaba, but I've never actually bought anything. I don't, I don't trust Chinese yeah. manufacturing. We only get our stuff so made in Canada yeah. as for now. <laughs> oh, we should, yeah. I mean, it's probably too late, but having made in Canada. Yeah, made in Canada would be... We can get that. We can get yeah. that on there. Yeah, oh, I, That 100%. just cost him... 45 bucks <laughs> yeah. printing all the ones. Uh, surely there's, there's, a, there's a way of doing it. Because I was wondering, like, if we, what would the process be if we wanted, say, if someone wanted to make a thousand of these, mm. you have the 3D printed version. This is for our small cult. If down the track we wanted to expand and say, scale the cult, scale the cult. Scale the cult. Yeah. What would the, what would the actual process be? Would you just give those CAD files? to someone on Alibaba and hope for the best? <laughs> you, probably. You'd, you'd have to send it to some kind of a... Something this big would probably just be injection molded mm-hmm. with with some type of a plastic. Yeah. And to do that, you'd basically... You'd have your CAD file. Someone would, would, someone would probably remake the CAD file to fit certain spe- specifications that you need with injection molding. Mm-hmm. And from there, you would probably... The manufacturer would probably end up getting a mold custom made for it uh-huh. which is starting probably going to run you anywhere from 15 to 20 grand wow. just to get the mold made okay God. i mean we're so. we're willing to invest in the cult but that's um <laughs> that's big money it's <laughs> a lot of that's money big money i think we could probably yeah we could what, manual we, manual <laughs> labor it'd probably be cheaper for us to get mr to get mr 97 just to make them from some form of uh, <laughs> other material there's there's another way to approach it though it's a little more handcrafted way mm. you have this mm. you which is the 3d printed part you guys ever heard of sand casting no. sand casting no so basically what you do is you have your you have your original part of what you want mm-hmm. and you have two two halves to a mold that has this really badass mm-hmm. sand in it that basically doesn't melt when you heat it up. So you pack your your part in really tight and you sandwich the two halves of the mold together and it creates an imprint kind of like Play-Doh ah, cool. of your part. And then you close the molds, put them to put the two halves together and now there's an empty cavity of this shape inside. And there's a filler hole that you pour liquid metal in 
and that basically will then fill this up. It won't melt the sand. Yeah. Once it's done, you take the two molds out, and now you have a solid metal. Do you know? I've seen that. Yeah. Happen. Do you I've know watched what, videos. I've of seen that. soap being made like that. Yeah, candles too. You yep. can get like yeah. my, a mate of mine's got this company that has a bell. That is wax, mm. and it's for Bell's, the Bell's Beach Rip Curl ah, Pro. And so yeah. it's a surfboard wax that he's had created. It's um, firstly, deal. I just, it's not three D deal. Three D deal. Do you yeah. you know where the origins of the squid? You just just wanted to check in on that. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite aware of that. No, that's okay. cool. My, my dad, my my dad was a little confused. He's like, "Why is it a squeegee? Like that makes no sense." So yeah. I said, "Okay, hold on and listen." So I, <laughs> we're driving. We're, we're driving home from getting the pass my passport reapplied for because yeah. I had to reapply for the passport. So yeah. we're driving home and I plugged the uh, episode 14 into the car system and <laughs> he knows it. I said, okay, just just start it around here and then he listened to it and he's just driving. He's got this stoic face and he, <laughs> Josh says what he does with the squeegee and he oh, just what sort I of did turns with the squeegee. to me and he, he, does, he gives me this look of like, and this is what you're doing. These, these, this lunatic. <laughs> hey, come on, Dad, haven't we all explored? Uh, yeah. Well, I could imagine actually being a um, – you could do the squeegee at scale as a soap. Like take oh, yeah. that exact thing, turn yeah. it into a shower soap. We could have a little bit of um, rope and you could hang it. Um, <laughs> Don't drop yeah. the, on the shower. I mean, the other option is latex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do that as a version as well. Look, there's many options. Uh, we should get on to episode 14. We should just scratch onto it, uh, episode 14. I mean, we don't want people – like, you want us – it's a peacocking move. You're like, what's that? Don't worry. Yeah. It's all a part of the cult. Yeah, I don't necessarily exactly. – I mean, the brand's developed. Uh, ep- <laughs> episode 14 was a long time ago and we all move on. And so there's definitely – there's a part of me which wants to own my history. Yeah. There's also – a time to move on. I feel yeah. like this is the sort of squeegee in the sand <laughs> to sort of be able to say, you know, th- this is the final bit of squeegee merch yeah. that we'll ever do. Well, it's a limited edition. Yeah. There's only a certain amount of people in the cult. We'll mm. have to find one of your new things that happens in life yeah. or one, one that, something that I do yeah. that we yeah, need to really – I don't know. I'll, we'll work it out. We get. Let's get through this yeah. process so first. 3D deal. <laughs> uh, sorry about our uh, horrendous uh, email etiquette, Mr. 97 – is now full full time with us and he was having a go at us because we've got yeah. all these emails and because what we do is we read them out on the show for people and we respond on there but then we um, yeah. forget to email back. But you sent us an email at uh, our big media company email address. Uh, Which media- wasn't where the m- emails originally came through. Yeah, exactly. So this was more torture. sort of a more of, of official official type of thing. You've seen that you've sent it to big media company. Now you're actually starting to see what big media companies like. You're seeing outside of the wooden wall. You're seeing the cracks. Yeah. You're seeing appear. the cracks. <laughs> the cracks appear. So we've never we've never done it before. But what you're saying is so as part of your uni. You, or you know TAFE or whatever it is, you can do placement or something. How does it? Can you explain it all? Basically, what they want us to do before going into our fourth year, which is our thesis year, mm-hmm. where we basically spend a year working on one big cumulative project. Um, they want us to get an experience of actually working in the creative industry, yeah. whether it's working in a manufacturing place or a concept place mm-hmm. or various other kinds of things. A lot of people work at a photography studio mm-hmm. or graphic design companies. Um, but basically, it's the, the whole idea is to get real-world experience yeah. outside 
not just in school because in school it sort of kind of gets filtered a little bit. Yeah. Everyone sort of works off the same principles and the projects just keep getting recycled over and over. So basically the whole idea of the internship is they're either paid or unpaid. It depends mm-hmm. on the company. Um, but the student in this case, myself goes to the particular company and mm-hmm. basically works for them for the summer Yeah, great. I'm for, for a, for a four month period. Do you know what the deal is with like, is it because you're in, we're in the Commonwealth and stuff, is it like very easy where you can just get, what sort of visa do you come on? Do you know? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I mm-hmm. don't think it's a super arduous process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I was talking to one of my profs about it. She actually used to live in Melbourne. Oh, cool! When she was a student, when she was uh, I was going to say, student. what's her name? As if I would know who it is. That's it funny. was uh, Catherine Chong. Oh, Catherine Chong. Oh, yeah, Kathy. No, Kathy. Great lady. Yeah, can you get that nickname? <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, because the thing is, uh, well, do, do, so are your mates doing a lot of their placements overseas within Canada? Is where I'm going. Right, right, right now. I believe there's one person that's going to Denmark. Okay, which to do his placement. How, how far is that away from where you are on a plane? From on a plane, uh, I want to say Denmark is 10, 11 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong so there, but double that parking. and chuck on a few more is what it takes to get to Australia. Yeah, and what yeah. what you what you've proposed to us is that you want to venture out here down under, mm-hmm. come to Melbourne exactly. and um, help out the boys. And you've got, uh, have you got flights, did you say, or where are you at with things? I've, I've looked at flights right now. Uh-huh. I'm waiting. I've just reapplied for my passport, mm-hmm. so I'm waiting for that to show up. Yeah. I have an ETA, which is an electronic travel authority, which uh-huh. basically means I'm allowed to go into Australia, but that one doesn't permit me to... Oh, yeah work or make any money when it's I'm like within the country that we would get. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But basically I'm just waiting on the passport. And as soon as the passport shows up, mm-hmm. I can book flights and yeah. sort out, sort out the living condition. Yeah. You get those, um, air, air Canada flights that Josh yeah, was exactly. saying that he found were cheap. Yeah. And it was surely air, air Canada. Canada can... And then it connects to air New Zealand, I think. Yeah. yeah. Air New Zealand's great. So I reckon what we can, I reckon one of the things, TJ always gets nervous when I get on the show because I'm, I'm a Mr. Promise Jansen. I love making a good promise. 80% of the promise list yep. is Josh's yeah. promises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I reckon what we could, I mean, there's a few things. I reckon we need to find out the legalities of it all, like what we have to do. Mm. Like, because if it's, I reckon what would be sick is if we, if it was easy for us to s- sign you up and do it all, we've got all these different networks in Melbourne, like, like the Quadlock guys that are building, like they've got their um, the Quad phone case. cases that mounts onto bikes and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And so a bunch of different people and even your bro, yeah. what he does. Yeah. What is it? That works for, yeah, he works for a company called EGR and so they manufacture – they've basically got from start to finish manufacturing process design through to, you know, big machine printing and um, cutting, metal cutting. They do like installs for, you know, Coles, which is a supermarket over here and um, right. Red Bull is one of their old clients. They make – their business actually makes all the moulds for the back of um, utes, trucks. Oh, so, it, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, They're cool. based out of Brisbane, but he's yeah. – my brother heads up the Melbourne – Sydney office. And your bro even made helmets. 
yeah. you design helmets? The stuff that you do, deal, 3D deal, I saw, you know, some of those sketches and on your Instagram, so similar. Yeah. My, my brother used to spend hours just like carving out, you know, with a mm. pen, but then he got like, he would actually do moulds of helmets. And so he designed a, a helmet that was in the Tour de France. Um, he was an no in, industrial designer. Mm. That was the, the course he did. Yeah. So, so but I reckon we should work out like what the, if, if we can, whatever we can do at our end to help in regards to signing stuff off, hooking you up with all of our mates around Melbourne, I think there'd be something cool. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I mean, this is the vetting process to see that you're not a, yeah. a killer. Yeah, exactly. Um, you definitely yeah. don't look <laughs> a killer. I don't think a killer would print 3D squidgies for us. Well, maybe. Would I reckon that's exactly what a killer would do. <laughs> potentially. And then use it. Say, yeah. And then <laughs> use no. it to kill you. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> if it could be a Netflix original yeah, series, yeah. crime's very in at the moment. I mean, we'll so, die so Mason can yeah, exactly. live on making a documentary about <laughs> the founders of Big Media Company. Yeah. Well, no, it would be interesting because I used to I, – because I uh, search engine optimized uh, my old website a lot. So, I get so many people emailing, asking like, hey, I'm from Spain. I'm yeah. from this place or that place. Can I do placement or whatever? But I've never actually yeah. looked into what it would take. Yeah. So, that would be interesting. I mean, this is the thing. we Like Mr. 97 mm. is shooting through. It's like all about timing, where we're at, mm. where you're at. It's, um, yeah, so many things at play yeah. and how much are flights. Yeah. Well, the other <laughs> thing we can do, I mean, yeah. accommodation is probably going to be the hardest thing. I don't know if you heard, um, yeah. uh, we like sleepovers. I don't know about four <laughs> months of sleepovers. Yeah. Um, four months of sleepovers, a little. Expensive. Yeah. And then Mr. 97, you're going to have to ask him if he, you can sleep in his room. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's a lot going on there. But I reckon the other thing too is, we're, we've got a lot of listeners in Melbourne. So yeah. you see 3D Dill isn't fucking crazy as far as we're aware. And so, so, so what is the plan? You need to... Yeah, what do you need? Yeah, here? what do you need? To come to yeah. Australia yeah. to work yeah. or to All come and visit? Well, what, so oh. to do your uh, work experience or to do your, uh, what do you call it? Like an internship. What's What's that look like? To do my internship, I basically need – I actually wrote it down. It's on my phone okay. somewhere here. Perfect. Um, you can even use this video as your visa application, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's a working holiday visa. Okay, yeah. Great. Which basically allows me to support myself and for learning and experiences. Okay, great. That's basically the classification of it. Do you know if you can so – so it can work within your skill? Like is – I wonder if that's like um, – Skill. I believe so. Yeah, perfect. I think I think you can sort of BS it so mm-hmm. that it fits. Yeah, and then you'd need, like, as far as uni goes, are you having to sign off on hours committed? Yeah, I I have a whole. They gave us a whole package of sheets that has to be filled out by the employer mm-hmm. within forty eight hours of accepting an internship, mm-hmm. and then from there you're just logging hours. And if you're if it's an unpaid internship, you're just there for the time. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a different process, but it's basically saying that you show up and you're actually doing stuff. Yeah. They make us write like a report about it and talk about our experience and whatnot. So. And what would you want to get out of it? What's the main things you want to walk away with? Just exploring a different industry, Mm -hmm. like, because I think the whole design and manufacturing and the whole production aspect of everything is totally different in Australia in the same way that it's totally different from what we have here in Canada, Mm -hmm. the same way that it's different from places that you get over in Europe. It's like experiencing a totally different culture of design and production and processing and how we approach different things and companies as well. Mm -hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, great. That's sick. Sounds oh, it's good. exciting. So yeah. they let you take four months off uni. Well, it's like summer, is it? Is that like? Is yeah, it- it's 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 during our summer, so mm-hmm. your guys is winter, I guess. Yeah. But basically, between between May and August, mm-hmm. those months before fourth year are allocated to a work placement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Three D deal will be walking around in the singlet in the temperatures that we have over yeah. here in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. nothing compared to where you are. And so, would you want to do stuff with big media company? Would you want to do stuff on the show? Could you imagine, like, from a uh, you know, doing different sort of stuff. Obviously, you're talking about video and photo and all that sort of thing. Does that stuff interest you as well, or or do you just want to use I'm, this as an in? I'm, I'm, I th- I think it's video is something that I never really explored as mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always thought I was good at photography, and then mm-hmm. I actually started to learn how to take proper photos. Yeah, but I th- I think that's definitely something that I would like to get into because for a lot of our projects now, we have to make a video for the product. Yeah. And all of our video making experience is so primitive. All these shitty little 30 second videos get done in iMovie or some, something like that. Yeah. And they look like crap. But I think exploring outside of that, yeah. gaining experience in the digital realm of media mm-hmm. is, is something that they don't really emphasize at school here. Yeah. We've we've only just gotten our first digital sketching class. So, what would digital sketching be? It's like uh, you guys know you guys know like the Apple Pencil and yeah, the iPad yeah, Pro yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, using those. There's other play, uh, tablets like Wacom and other tablets that allow you to digitally sketch the same way that you would on paper, mm-hmm. but you have a whole lot more creativity and control. Yeah, kind of like uh, Photoshop in a way yeah, where sure. you have different br- different brushes and stuff. Well, yeah. he- heaps of artists are using that before they go to Canvas. Yeah. So they're getting... Even Kim Lamb was doing yeah. a bunch of stuff on her yeah. iPad. Yeah. Well, you've got a leg out, mate. We use iMovie here at Big Media Company. <laughs> That's not true. That's <laughs> not yeah. true. Uh, <laughs> there just, we go. Just okay. kidding. Well, there's... Uh, <laughs> well, I reckon we should do a... Um, Kickstarter video for the squeegee. Maybe we could do... You know, if we were to extend it uh, one extra level... Yeah. Where there we could sell be, them. Where there could be some sort of buy-in process, short run, yeah. create a whole Apple-esque style squeegee video Absolutely. talking f- to the designer. Oh, like a high-end. 3D end, deal, yeah. but yeah. really fucking overbake it. Um, 3D deal, yeah. uh, What? Yeah. H- how big is that 3D printer? I know I saw it, but in terms of transporting it to Australia. He's, he's not bringing pl- it. He's <laughs> not fucking bringing the printer. Transporting it? Yeah. It's, 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 it's completely doable, but I have a feeling it, it's, it would be a very expensive box. Yeah. I reckon... Uh, How, maybe we just buy one. Well, my mate Blage <laughs> gets going? right into the 3D printing stuff. Yeah. So I'll have to find out what he's, what he's got. He gets really into it. It'd be good, good to have one just working away yeah. over there while we're doing the show. Yeah. Can't even hear it. Well, Quad, Quadlock even just got a lease on a new place where it's in... They got a, a machine that just does vibrate, like th- that vibrates. Yeah. And so they had it in their office set up uh, so that they could test their bike mounts, all the yeah. different mounts. The problem being that it would shake the whole building. And so now they've got, they've, they're in this sort of underground, concreted yeah. sort of got office. A car park. Yeah. Got like a yeah, just like a dedicated shake room. Yeah. <laughs> so we we've got to do a video. So that's where you're gonna be staying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure you could yeah, I if you don't mind. That. If you can, you know, sleep with a three D printer, what's a little bit of vibration? Yeah, what's a little bit of vibration? Exactly. Three D deal, mate. Keep us updated. We'll be on the email and stuff and working it out. Sure. Yeah. Um I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm super pumped too. Exciting, dude. So nice to meet you. 
Yeah, nice Thanks to meet you guys chat. too. It was awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Radio Deal. Have See a good you, one, mate. See you. Radio Deal. Yeah, there he is. Oh, he's just he's shot some fingers up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love that. I love it when you meet people on the internet that aren't crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the I have been a big, uh, what would you call proponent or celebrator of meeting people online you have you have and i mean sometimes it i mean it's never ended really badly for you Nah, i'm trying to think like definitely um when i was even younger i was doing it like i remember meeting people when i was maybe like 18 or 19 mr 97 you do it all the time you're meeting people from the internet think about us oh essentially it was through the internet yeah the two guys that he spends the most time with (laughs) met on the internet he met on the internet. Yeah. I was walking along the other day with you and Josh and I was thinking that and I was like, isn't this weird? Like four or five months ago, Mr. 97 didn't even know who we were. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's hanging out. I guess it's like jo- like going to a new job. You end yeah. up having all these new mates that you didn't know before. But the difference is the internet stuff. Yeah. I would love to be able to – like how much fun was that? Yeah. Like it would be good to be able – like the main thing is we, we have video. Hopefully that video actually – I think it worked, yeah. which is good. But it'd be great to get more um, of that type of stuff where if we have people on, yeah. you can see them. <laughs> I guess, I mean, this is where you see people with huge audiences. Mm. If they open that floodgate. Oh, it'd be, of, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. <laughs> so, but, I mean, how do, you, how do you vet it? You can't really vet it. You just got to give it a crack. Yeah, yeah. And we gave it a crack with Dylan. He's a yeah. legend. 3D deal. Sorry, man. 3D deal. It's a daily talk show. Tattooed on my wrist. Yeah. I've got to ask him about it. He had some tattoos. Got to yeah, ask him about that. Hi at the daily talk show.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, anything else that you want to bring up? Uh, stickers. They are over there. There's a whole heap of envelopes. They're going out mm. this week. So, mm. majority of them are international Sweden, the yeah. UK. Mr. 97, any admin that you want to bring up? Anything? No, I don't think so. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no worries. All right. Happy Wednesday, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. See you guys.